What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this is part one of our slasher series, head-to-head thing, I guess. I don't know. We don't really have a name for it, but... <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but uh, yeah, so part one is Friday the 13th, part one. Yes, sir. Finally diving in. Yeah. I got asked today if uh, if it was going to be the original or the remake, and I said 100% the original. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind the remake, but... Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but yeah, it, definitely got to go with the original. For sure. And the remake wouldn't really make sense in this series. No, it wouldn't. But uh, yeah, so if you guys didn't listen to our last episode yet, uh, we're basically doing a month-long head-to-head with jason and uh freddie yeah so but uh yeah more on that later um before we dive in what have you been up to anything interesting uh watch a few things this week um i've been watching uh falcon and winter soldier nice have been really enjoying that it is so good um excited for the next episode i think it was only six episodes from what uh was said on Chuck's episode, so we'll see. Like, there's going to be six total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a bit shorter, but um, they're hour-long episodes. So yeah, it's really good though. I'm enjoying it a lot. <clears throat> um, and then for the movies I've watched, uh, they are two made-up movies apparently, because Mark's never heard of either of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're not real. Um, but uh, yeah, so recently got letterboxed. Because uh, Mark, you've been using it, so um, I added some movies that are up for Oscar nominations this year. So Patina yeah. um, and I watched "Promising Young Woman." Hey, uh, I've heard of that one. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, we really enjoyed it. We were really blown away by it. Uh, it's kind of horror-ish, like it's more like thriller. Yeah, um, but it's really good. I really recommend it a lot. Nice. Um, a lot of like kind of like not cameos, but kind of like B, C list actors who like you and I both like that kind yeah. of just pop up here and there. It's one of those like, hey, I know that person. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the other movie we watched was The Trial of the Chicago Seven, which according to you and Steven is a made up movie, even yes. though it has a ton of actors in it. <laughs> <laughs> it is on Netflix. But. <clears throat> Anyway, yeah, we watched that finally. Um, really enjoyed that one as well. Which one do you think is more likely to win an Oscar? Uh, Trial of Chicago 7, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because it's more, I don't know, like Oscar-type movie, I think. Yeah. It's based around real-life events. Um, although I think uh, the actress from Promising Woman did a really good job. So I could see her maybe winning. I don't know if she's out for best actress or supporting actress, but who is it that's in that? I can't remember. I watched the trailer, uh, but I can't. What's her name? Look. Do, 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 do. Carrie Mulligan. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been watching. I've been reading a lot lately. Um, Mm -hmm. Finished off another book today. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to hop into a horror movie or a horror book that I picked up. Um, Which one? 
It's the one about uh, Indians don't forgive or whatever. Oh, yeah. I want to read that when you're done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. What about you? Well, uh, it hasn't felt like a week since we last recorded. Like, it's only felt like a couple days. It has. Um, But uh, in our last episode, I forgot to mention that I watched um, Mom or M-O-M which is mothers, mother of mothers of monsters or something like that. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a fan footage documentary sort of style, but uh, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Nice. Um, no big names in it or anything like that, but the actors that are in it did a really good job. Cool. Uh, I finally sat down and watched the first episode of the Falcon and the winter soldier. Oh, nice. Um, I've I enjoyed the first episode and I've heard nothing but great things about the series. So I'm excited to really get into it. Mm-hmm. And last night I was browsing through Prime, I believe it was. Yeah. And there was a new show on there called Invincible. It's an animated show nice. uh, about superheroes. So I yeah. said, fuck it. I'll check this out. Um, basically a rip off of like DC and Marvel, like combined into one group. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'll continue watching it. The first episode was like 45 minutes and I don't even think I made it halfway through before falling asleep. It wasn't anything special, but we'll see. Oh, oh man. Okay. I've been saving this one for another something else, but I've been watching that show and okay. you have to, dude, finish the first episode. Okay. I'm telling you, finish the first episode and you'll be hooked. Okay. It is so fucking good. And the cast in it is amazing. I, yeah, I've watched three episodes. I'm two behind, but yeah, I'm telling you, finish that first episode. The last 10 minutes, you'll be on the edge of your seat. Okay. All right. Then. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. I had no idea you're watching it. Yeah. I was kind of saving that, but uh, since you brought it up and you said you didn't finish it, I had <laughs> to tell you that you need to finish that first episode at least. All right. Fair enough. And yeah, other than that, just I've been reading a lot too. Uh, I don't think I've played some, played my PlayStation a little bit, but yeah, like I said, it hasn't felt like a week. I don't know where the past week's gone. Like I don't know, no, what I no. did really for the past week. Yeah, um, I feel like there's a like I played my PlayStation today for like I don't know thirty minutes before we were going to originally record, mm-hmm. and this is the first time I played it like since last weekend. I think like I yeah. just haven't. There's not really any new games that are out right now, so it's, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we just got that Oddworld, the new Oddworld game, so I want to try that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have Returnal coming out at the end of the month, finally. It got pushed back a month, so I'm excited to get that. But, I mean, the weather's been so nice here lately. It's been hard to just fucking sit in the house and do nothing. Yeah, like you went uh, went golfing yesterday, I think, right? I did. I did. Yeah, and we went to... on a really long hike yesterday too. So it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I got day drunk yesterday and <laughs> <laughs> mixing that with the heat plus golfing for the first time this season. Like I was cooked last night. Yeah. <laughs> like nice. I was in bed by like quarter after 10. Oh, it's not even bad at all, man. On a Saturday night. <clears throat> come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're recording this episode fairly early too. We are. Um, yeah. Cause uh well, kind of my fault, but someone has to watch uh, WrestleMania. It is WrestleMania? They're they're doing it in uh, two nights, which I think I like a lot better. 
mm-hmm. because usually it starts at like six o'clock and goes until like eleven thirty. So yeah, that's a long time. Like I don't mind it, but definitely the two nights I think is better. Yeah, it uh, is. It still live or is it like filmed all at once and then they just separate it between the two days? Yeah, the pay per views are always live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if they did like a two day thing or if no. they just continued on from it yesterday, like kept it going and then cut it uh, halfway kind of thing. No, no, no. And it's the first time in over a year they've had a crowd. So it's yeah, that's cool. true. Where is it this year? In uh, Tampa. Oh, of course. So they're doing the whole uh, pirate theme. The set is really cool, actually. They have a huge oh, yeah. pirate, pirate ship. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out tonight. We'll see. All right, so for our content creators corner, I don't have any new promos, so I'm going to do a random rewind. Okay. Um, but I don't have it, uh, like I don't have it set up yet, so I'm just, I'll do it later and we'll add it in. Cool. But I Sounds mean, it's good. it's been someone who's already been on before. It's just going to mm-hmm. be randomized. Cool. You're listening to the Gore Score Podcast. You're, damn it. <laughs> You're listening to the Gore Score Podcast. Your source for everything horror. The podcast where we get really drunk and say what you want to hear. It's time to get creepy. No, motherfucker. He's you fucking... To... I'm your host, Colby. I'm Evan, the and scarf. I fucked up. <laughs> this is your host, Colby. And this is Evan, the scarf. And I'm the guy, Cody. <laughs> it's time to get creepy. I say the world with you! And without further ado, you want to head into this? Yes, sir. in the intro this week we're talking about friday the 13th part one from 1980 yes we are one of the slasher godfathers yeah right behind uh the burning <laughs> yeah i was actually gonna make reference to that <laughs> uh, anyways yeah my ass got called out all right so the synopsis A group of camp counselors are stalked and murdered by an unknown assailant while trying to reopen a summer camp, which was the site of a child's drowning and a grisly double murder years before. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) It's a long ass synopsis, too. It is. Uh, Friday the 13th was directed by Sean S. Cunningham. 
despite directing some horror movies and being a big part of more horror movies than he's directed, he's actually been on record saying that he's not a fan of the horror genre, hmm. which I found kind of weird. Well, weird and cool, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, some of the movies he's directed are A Stranger's Watching, uh, Deep Star Six, The New Kids, and Spring Break. <clears throat> now, I recognize some of these names, but like Friday the 13th is the only one that really like got out there. Like, like it's a, it's a classic in all extents of the word, but yeah, he's, a uh, he's produced a lot more than yeah. directed. Yeah. I have some of his producing credits here as well. Cause he has some heavy hitters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he produced the last house on the left, the original and the remake. Uh, he did, he produced house house two and house four. Uh, Jason Goes to Hell, Jason X, Freddy vs. Jason, and the Friday the 13th remake, among many others, but those were like the big name ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. Is there anything else that you want to add to him? No, I don't think so. <clears throat> Alright. Uh, this cast list, man, like there's obviously a couple big names in it, but other than that, like I was going through the IMDb list and I was just like, these other actors and actresses have been in not a whole lot. <laughs> no, no. Uh, leading the cast list is the late great Betsy Palmer. Mm-hmm. And she played Mrs. Voorhees. And she reprised that role for a little bit in Friday the 13th part two. And then she was in various TV shows before and after both movies and one of her bigger roles was in a movie called Mr. Roberts. And she passed away in 2015, I believe it was. Okay. And next up is Adrian King. So she played Alice. Uh, considering she's the final girl in this movie, she has not done really anything in her career. Uh, she again reprised her role in Friday the 13th Part 2. And then she had no on-screen acting credits again until 2010. So she went from 1981 to 2010 without being on screen. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, she does have other credits of, um, I forget what it was called, like various crew or something like that. Where, uh, okay. Like her voice is played, like she's in like background noises and stuff like that, or like her voice is on loops and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, she had no on-screen acting again to until 2010. I thought that she looked, especially in like the last one of the last scenes, I thought that she looked a lot like Allison Flanagan or whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, that's from, true. Uh, American how Pie. I, and How yeah. I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I see that. Uh, next up is probably the biggest name in this movie. The sizzling Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, he played Jack. And I didn't bother writing down any of his credits. I just put every movie imaginable. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Basically. Um, if you guys listen to Chuck goes to the movies, he he has a game called Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Where you have to link one actor to Kevin Bacon. And it's like, it's almost impossible not to. Just exactly. Because yeah. Kevin Bacon has his hand in so many different movies. Uh, and then lastly, I have Janine Taylor, and she played Marcy. 
Um, she has three acting credits. One of them is this movie, obviously. The other one is the Crystal Lake Memories documentary. And another one is some movie about Princess Diana that uh, did not look like a very popular movie. <laughs> um, there's obviously like a lot more actors in it, but mm. I mean, I wasn't going to go through the whole list of counselors because there's like eight of them. No. Um, I just wanted to mention uh, the guy that played Ralph. Like he's yeah. has one in like anything else really that I've noticed. I thought he did a really good job playing, uh, playing Ralph. And that was uh, Walt Gorney. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also in the, the sequel and he was the opening narrator for Friday the, Tur- Friday the 13th part six. Okay, cool. Yeah. You're all doomed if you stay here. <laughs> all right. Uh, if you're done, I'm done. I'm done. Let's Me. wrap it up. <laughs> all right. See you next week. All right. Bye. <laughs> Okay, Um, before we hop into the movie discussion, I'm getting a little pasty in the mouth, so let's crack these beverages. All right, let's do it. All right, so I am drinking a Side Launch Brewing Company Passionate Sour. Oh, getting sexy in here. Yeah, sexy. What are you drinking? Uh, I took it easy today. I'm drinking a Moosehead Grapefruit Rattler. Nice. Because like I said, I got day drunk last or yesterday and yeah, didn't really feel like tying another one on tonight. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I love me some Rattlers. Nice. Yeah, they're good. All right. Let's talk about this movie. Let's do it. Uh, before we dive in, what's your history with this franchise? Um, I know I wa- like I didn't watch it. I don't want to say I watched it later in life, but I watched A Nightmare on Elm Street before I watched this one. Okay. And I feel like this movie, like the first one in the franchise, I feel like it wasn't the first one that I watched. Oh, really? Yeah, because like I went into. Yeah, because I remember being surprised watching this one for the first time and finding out that Jason wasn't the killer. Yeah. Spoiler alert, if anybody hasn't seen this movie. I mean, it's like what fucking 40 some years old now. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) but yeah, I remember being surprised finding out that Jason wasn't the actual killer at the end of this one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I watched a lot of these old slashers when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I watched Friday the 13th when I was like, or A Nightmare on Elm Street when I was like eight or nine. So I was I was pretty young whenever I first watched this one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, I watched this first one probably whenever I was, I think, 12, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I remember it was, uh, was before high school. Yeah. And... Um, and this might rattle some people and might surprise you too, but I haven't seen all of the Friday the 13th movies. Eh, I mean, there's a lot of them. There is. <laughs> like, I for sure have seen the first four. Yeah. I think I've watched five. Which one's five? Is five 
than New York. Uh, Jason takes Manhattan. I th- yeah. think possibly yes. Okay, so I think I've only seen the first four. I think I I've seen Jason X, or I just remember the cover of it sure. back in the day. Yeah. But, so part five is the new beginning, and part eight is Jason takes Manhattan. Oh, so we're way. So off. maybe I have seen the first five. Um, but I haven't seen Manhattan. I haven't seen uh, the one where he like comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've seen Jason X, but I'm not 100 percent on that. Oh man, if but, you haven't seen uh, Jason X, you got to watch that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, my only real experience is with uh, the first like three or four four of them probably yeah. the first four or five okay but uh but yeah like if the first one i watched when i was like 12 and um it scared the fuck out of me <laughs> oh yeah it did i'll get into it later but okay yeah um, um oh go ahead well, uh i surprised the third these franchise is probably my like jason is probably my favorite villain out of all all of like the the big four i think and he hadn't watched all of his movies. I know. Even though our podcast is, you know, called the podcast on Elm Street, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. The name just had a good ring to it. It did. Um, I, I think you and I have had this conversation before where you haven't seen all of them. Uh, I but so, I mean, yeah. like I said, like there's a lot of, there's 12 in the franchise, including mm-hmm. like the remake and, Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, I, it's understandable. I mean, there's a lot and I don't want to, I don't know. They're good movies, but for yeah, me, for me, they're not like my favorite of, of like the original slashers. Yeah. Right. Okay. And it's been a very long mm-hmm. time since I've watched probably any of them past like part three. Oh, okay. But yeah. Cool. But I might do a full playthrough. Soon. Yeah, yeah. Once I get yeah. my DVDs back. Yeah, I gotta get those <laughs> back to you. <laughs> and you bought that sick ass collector's edition box set too. I did. Yeah, it's sitting under my TV. Yeah, that thing's wicked. It is sick. Um. All right. Well, let's hop into this movie. Uh. So it takes place in 1958 at Camp Crystal Lake, mm-hmm. and. During watching like watching this after the first scene with the first kill, there's something that kind of bothered me a bit about what movies do, and I never really like clued into it. And that's so it opens up and saying like as in 1958, and then they have the two kills, and then Annie is introduced, and it says uh, like Camp Crystal Lake, like present time. Mm-hmm. I think they should take out stop using the present time thing and just use like, you know, 20 years, like 20 years later or 10 years later. Yeah. Cause when we watch it now, 40 years down the road, like it's not present time to us. No. Cause you know, there's still pay phones and everything's like older <laughs> and shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I just thought of it during watching this. I was like, let's just put like 20 years later or 10 years later <laughs> instead of doing present time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. What did you think of this opening scene? I really like it. And I was going to ask you, does the song Hallelujah turn you on? No, it it really doesn't. 
Me either, because you know <laughs> they're just sitting around the the campfire saying hallelujah, and then like immediately after she's done, guys like, oh come on, let's go have sex. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> did you get turned on from her singing that? Like yeah. what? <laughs> Teens from the fifties were built different. yeah but i don't know i feel like this like they're not even at a campfire like they're they're inside the cabin with a fire going on in the fireplace but uh like i found this like opening scene like just this part was like super cringy like i can't picture myself being in high school as a teenager and just like sitting around and singing hallelujah with my friends no that yeah, definitely not now, but I mean, back in 1958, what else? What else can you do? I get, uh, yeah, I get that, but like, just pick a different song, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's some, there's some bangers in the 50s, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so they get killed. You don't see who it is, mm-hmm. and. The music in this, like the score in this, which I'm sure we'll both mention in our in our reviews, yeah, is so fucking legendary, man. Yeah, it's iconic. Just that opening scene is like, you know, yeah, it's like, oh man, can so you do cool. that again? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and like the whole, ch- 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 ah, ah. yeah, like you don't even need to, so cool. you don't even need to see like what's on TV. If you hear that, you know exactly what movie's playing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I like in this movie too, like they make great use of the like first person view. Mm, like yeah. even like during this first kill, you see through the eyes of the killer. Like you don't see, you don't see, it's not like a third person view or you don't see it from the eyes of the, uh, the kids getting killed. Yeah, exactly. You see it uh, third person. I think even in like kind of the second movie, they do that at the beginning a little bit too. Yeah, because, well, we'll talk about that movie next week, but because Jason has the potato sack over his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, I looked up also where like kind of like the Friday the 13th like originated from. Yeah. Um, and it's like a lot of like religious shit. Like they think it might have to do with like Jesus Christ and stuff like that. Okay. I thought it'd be. A lot more interesting than that, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think like the whole Friday the Thirteenth, like at least for us, you know, it's like oh, it's Friday the Thirteenth, and it's like unlucky, and you know, Jason's is Jason's birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, someone's up from his nap. Yep. Um. So yeah, Annie is going to be the cook for this camp. And Steve Christie's opening it and she like gets to this town and she has to get driven to Camp Crystal Lake and immediately everyone kind of looks at her and someone mentions, oh, it's Camp Blood. And uh, she gets like a ride and you see Ralph show up and he shows pretty much like warning her, like, don't go there. It's it's Camp Blood. Like, you'll die. Shit like that. It was acting all crazy. (laughs) And... um, yeah, so you get introduced to her and then introduced to Steve Christie and the rest of the game, like Alice. Um, who else is there? 
uh, uh, Marce, Marcy. Yeah, Marcy. Marcy. Ned, Jack. Jack. And <clears throat> Billy. Yeah. Billy's kind of like, I guess, the main helper mm-hmm. for Steve, I think. Did you know that he is played by Harry Crosby and he's the son of Bing Crosby? Who's Bing Crosby? Okay, never mind. <laughs> he's a very famous singer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, anyways. Uh, I wanted to ask you if you like got this warning from all these different locals about not going to this place and whatnot, like murders happen there. Like, would you turn around and leave or would you keep on trucking? Um, if I was everyone else, yes. But I mean, if I was Annie, Annie looked like she fucking backpacked across the States to get here, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like and she's even getting a ride from the truck driver and he's like, you know, you should quit. And she is like laughing, like, why should I quit? And he says, like, same stuff Ralph Ralph does. And she says, you know, you know, you're starting to sound like old crazy Ralph back there. Yeah. <laughs> he, he says, yeah, maybe I am. Um, I mean, if I was everyone else and hearing that, probably I would second guess myself because Steve didn't even tell anyone about what happened back in 1958. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I I feel like I just feel like oh, you guys are crazy. I just go anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you know where Camp Crystal Lake is? Is there a real place called it? Uh, not a real place called Camp Crystal Lake, but uh, the movie was filmed at Camp Nobi Boso in New Jersey. Yeah, because I noticed whenever <clears throat> Annie was getting a ride. Um, there was like a cemetery and it said uh, Hope, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like the cast and crew, they didn't have to do anything for the set, basically. They only had to build a bathroom. Oh, and, really? Yeah, the whole set was already there. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah. Tom Savini actually stayed in the cabins while they were filming. Oh, I think I remember reading that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you make of Steve and Alice? Like that whole engagement between them at one point. Like when he's like, oh, you're very pretty. It's fucking weird. Very weird. Because <laughs> like Steve doesn't seem like a teenager and like the rest of them do. Like he seems like he's older. Yeah. Well, he would have to be like he's running the camp. So he's the one yeah. that's opening it all back up and hiring people to come work there. So, yeah, I mean, it's fucking weird for sure. Cause I wasn't sure if they were together or not. And at first Alice wants to leave. Like she has been there for a week, I think just helping Steve Mm -hmm. and she wants to leave, go back to California or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he ends up convincing her to stay another week, which sucks for her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she survived. Uh, Yeah, she did. But, um, and he says something along the lines of, uh, Let's try this again for one more week. And if you are not forward or still want to go home, then I'll drop you off at the bus station myself. So, mm-hmm. and then he touched her face weird and she kind of looked like awkward during it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those like classic seventies and eighties horror movie things where like 
they push the boundaries a little too far and it definitely wouldn't fly in this day and age. Yeah. Uh, um, I thought uh, Ned in this movie was so annoying. Neddy. I didn't like him. I didn't like him, <laughs> I didn't like him either. <laughs> but I, again, it's, it's like we have those tropes, right? Like he's the, the goofy one. That's true. Of the group. That's true. That's like true. every horror movie has it. Well, every slasher has it. It's funny say. that you just said that because, you know, the like typical tropes um, or stereotypes in like the horror movies. Everyone in this movie is kind of the same. Except for Ned is like the goofy type, but yeah. And I, I find would... the rest of the cast is kind of. They're like, they're all the same people. Yeah. I mean, Jack, I'd consider Jack more of a jock than the rest of the guys, but. Like yeah. all the girls are the same. Like you don't have like the typical slutty girl that's in slasher movies or anything like that. So it's like those tropes haven't fully come into play yet, but that's true. The makings that's of true. them are there. Uh, so Annie gets, has to get dropped off from uh, the tank driver or whatever it is. Yeah. And she gets picked up by a Jeep and she gets a drive from this person. You don't see who it is. They drive by Camp Crystal Lake, and Annie's like, "Oh, we drove by it." The person like speeds up more, mm-hmm. and then Annie just fucking jumps out of the speeding car, does this sick jump, like <laughs> lands, lands and rolls, and then runs so slow through the forest. She does, yeah, like run back in the direction of Camp Crystal Lake or something, man. Yeah, uh, I wanted to be a stunt man whenever I was a teenager. Did you? Yeah, I did. Little known fact. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why didn't you pursue your dreams, Brooke? Because I thought that I had to move to Hollywood to do that. <laughs> uh, that just wasn't in the books, was it? It wasn't in my books. No, no. I, I thought it was like the coolest thing, man. I think it still is cool, but yeah. Um. So Andy's kind of like the first kill of this group. She gets her, her throat slash. You only see the shoes of the killer. Yeah. That's all you really see. And uh, that throat slash was sick too. It was. Yeah. Like the special effects in this movie are really well done for mm-hmm. the eighties. Yeah. It's all because of who did them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Tom Savini. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like she slashes her throat and like you see the slash first and then it like, it takes like a, maybe like a second and then it finally opens up and the blood starts like spewing out. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. cool. Uh, so back at the camp, they're like kind of like setting up stuff like that. And, uh, Ned decides to fake drown. And I thought the funniest thing, whenever, Jack and I forget who jumps in with him. Mercy. Oh, Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? <laughs> did, did you notice it too of how bad Kevin Bacon's dive was? Yes. I said that to Sarah. <laughs> I was like, oh, he wins the award for the worst dive ever. And she's like, he belly flopped. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I put in my notes. Oh. I wrote Tack, Jack totally belly flopped. Oh. Yeah, that was terrible. It was like they were trying to just do it in one shot. And they're like, we're not doing this for another take. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just use it. Oh, I thought it was funny. Yeah. And they don't even know how to do CPR properly. It does go right doing mouth to mouth. Yeah. <laughs> the one, like, yeah. I I noticed that, but I noticed too, like, 
normally whenever you see cpr being done in movies like she at least tilted his head back like normally you don't see mm, that in movies that's but, true but i mean that's just a little stupid thing but yeah they went right to the mouth to mouth mm-hmm. uh there's one thing in these old older movies that i just can't fucking stand and that is whenever alice finds a snake in her room mm-hmm. and bill billy comes in and they they kill a real snake mm-hmm. and it's fucking hard to watch man yeah because there was one movie that i watched when we first started the podcast it was one of the um cannibal movies cannibal holocaust i think it was that and they actually use like real animals in it and show them killing them and i just that like this movie only does it the once which is fine but the other one they did it multiple times and Mm -hmm. that was tough yeah and like this this scene wasn't even staged or it wasn't scripted or anything like that it was just like there's just a snake in one of the cabins and they're like fuck it let's just kill it yeah it's like (laughs) man if this if this happened these days oh this movie would would not get released no no but uh (laughs) what'd you think of the cop that showed up uh dorf oh he's a fucking prick (laughs) (laughs) you smoking son no sir i don't smoke yeah he's like oh that's all it is he's like the green says five different things like the green the weed (laughs) yeah 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 he was he came in flexing pretty hard he did with his fucking motorcycle. Yeah. And Ned's over there doing fucking Indian impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Again, something that wouldn't fly in this day and age. No, no. And that, who was it? Ned that came over looking at his bike too. He's like, Oh, this is a nice bike. Uh, no, Jack was, was that Jack that did that? Yeah. Then his pager goes off and Jack just picks it up and is about to talk into it back oh, to yeah. the people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, so pretty much Dorf comes in like, like, um, asking them what they're doing there mm-hmm. and does Christy or Steve Christie not tell the town that he's opening up this thing again? Like, how do you get kids here? You gotta like fucking, you know, ad advertise or something. Yeah, I mean, you would think that he would have put flyers up or, yeah, at least, like, let the town hall know, like, hey, I'm going to be opening this cabin back up, like, get the word out. Yeah, because they have 50 kids coming, so, you know, it's a lot of kids, you know, Mm -hmm. someone around here has to know that they're opening it up. Yeah, like, if the local law enforcement doesn't know, who the hell did you tell? Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, like, you'd think that they would need to let emergency services know in case like something ever happens like <laughs> that's hey, true. i didn't even think of that we're gonna have 50 kids at a lake you might want to get ready for a phone call every now and then oh man but he pretty much comes and warns them or he asks them if they've seen ralph mm-hmm. and because ralph is going around spewing his nonsense yeah um and then later on they're all in like they're there's a few of them inside the house the cabin Mm-hmm. and ralph is just inside the closet the pantry i was like where the <laughs> fuck did you come from then uh, he has that infamous lines like oh you're all doomed yeah and then just gets on his bike and just like awkwardly <laughs> <laughs> rides away yeah he's a weird dude that ralph he was he was 
Yeah, there was actually a few uh, mistakes I found in this movie. Not mistake. Well, one mistake later on, but okay. This one, whenever Jack and Marcy are by the lake, um, I actually read this one on IMDb. But whenever it starts storming and like the lightning comes, yeah, the light that it is on their face isn't representable of actual lightning because it's like yellowish. Uh, okay, so it's them just like flashing a light on themselves <laughs> i never would have even clued into that that's yeah. funny though but yeah right before this ned disappears into like this cabin you don't see him see him till the end of the movie i think yeah or near or near the end of the movie yeah um yeah because ned spots someone like walking into the cabin so he follows them yeah so ned's missing uh, Steve is gone. Jack and Marcy are off having sex. And this was another mistake that I caught. Um, so Alice, Billy, and who's the other girl? Brenda. Brenda, yeah. They're playing Strip Monopoly. Yeah. And Brenda rolls the dice. And it's clear as day. There's One of them is a two. And she's like, oh, double sixes. I get to go twice. And she moves 12 <laughs> spaces, and you can clearly see the two. <laughs> oh, that's like, hilarious. Oh, my God. And they're not even that. playing it right. Like, they're not even paying money. They're just taking clothes off and stuff. Oh, that's the right way to play? Come on. Well, then why have the money? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so you can throw the dollar bills at them. That's true. That's true. Um, but, yeah, when Marcy and Jack are having sex in the cabin, Ned's body is right above them in the top bunk. Yeah. With his throat slit, bleeding everywhere. Yeah, but they don't see see it. Yeah. Um, well, actually, so they have sex, and then Marcy leaves to go pee and kind of, like, brush her teeth and shit like that. Do that and... before you have sex, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jack is lying in bed, and this blood drips on his face, and... Then underneath the bed, this was an uh, arrowhead, I think. Yeah. It looked like it. Mm-hmm. Comes up from underneath and like goes through his, his throat. It's yeah. really cool. Um, yeah, one thing I wanted to point out to uh, Steve. Steve is out. It's like a thunderstorm, stuff like that. He gets stranded. So the cop comes and gives him a ride. And then. The cop notices the full moon and he says to Steve, oh, a lot more stuff happens on a full moon around here. He yeah. says like pretty much like more rapes, more robberies, more murders. So like, I don't know if that has anything to do with Jason. Yeah, I don't know. Because like the full moon wouldn't be every year on the Friday the 13th. I don't know. It wouldn't be. No. Because no. the days change. But yeah, I don't know. but it's not the same cop as before it's this is a newer one and he's like actually a nice cop oh yeah that's true yeah it's not a piece of shit like whatever dwarf or whatever his name was (laughs) no no uh so steve gets to the campsite and he's like going up to this the walking up to the sign and there's someone flashing the light on him and he's like oh He's like, I can't see. Who are you? 
And then he gets closer and he says, oh, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you see him get killed. We don't see how he gets killed. I'm guessing stabbed. Uh, I have the list here. Yeah, chest stabbed with a hunting knife. Mm. Yeah. And we kind of walked over the part two where Marcy gets killed as well. Yeah, that's true. You want to go over that? Because she... Um. Yeah, she heard a noise in the showers, and she thinks it's Jack. So she pulls the shower curtain behind her, or pulls the shower curtain back, and there's nobody there. And then whenever she turns around, uh, she gets an axe to the face. Yeah, and it looked really cool. Yeah, it did. Like you don't get to see the kill <clears throat> happen, but mm-hmm. the aftermath I thought was really cool. Yeah, and we also see. Brenda get killed. Yeah, because Brenda. Yeah, um, oh. how does she get killed again? Well, they're playing strip monopoly. Brenda remembers that she left all of her windows open in her cabin, so because of the rain, she goes back to her cabin, and uh, and she hears "Help me!" Like it sounds like a kid yelling "Help me!" So of course she goes into the woods with a flashlight. Yeah to find the voice and she ends up at the archery range where um right the killer is standing there with the hood on and uh they turn on the big lights at the archery range and they're like blinding and then we don't see the kill it's all off screen but yeah. uh um bill and alice go to investigate the scream mm-hmm. and they find the bloody axe in brenda's bed right and i don't think they don't find Brenda right away. No, they don't. And Brenda thought that it was Ned because at the beginning of the movie, she was setting up all the archers. He just stupidly oh, yeah. fucking shoots the arrow right beside her. And like, what the fuck? She's <laughs> mad at first, but then after she's, oh, it's like, what? I would be yeah. so mad. Like, she, she was mad for like a maybe five to ten seconds and then they were just laughing and giggling about it afterwards yeah it's like like, dude (laughs) like you just shot an arrow like two inches in front of my face (laughs) oh i forget who it was that shot the arrow i read it was ned no i mean like who actually shot it oh okay uh i feel like it was the director oh really uh Hmm. anyways doesn't matter um so now billy and alice are alone in the cabin themselves they're starting to kind of think that something's up um the power goes out so billy goes out to try and fix it i think Mm -hmm. and she comes with him um uh i want to mention too like whenever they found that axe mm -hmm. um Alice picks up the axe and it's like all bloody and she just picks up and looks at it like all nonchalantly. She's like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you just found a bloody axe in someone's bed. Like, would, would you not be a little more concerned than that? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they go to the kind of count camp counselor, like the head, uh, shed. Yeah. And uh, they're going to try and call the police, but they get in there and the phone lines are, are broken. Um, and then later on, 
the camera like in the third person view goes up to what looks like the the breaker panel maybe yeah because there's a big sign that says like danger high voltage mm-hmm. and you see the power go out but yeah. then later on in the movie when we get the reveal she just turns the generator back on so i was kind of confused about that like did she just fuck with the generator or did she cut the power to the whole i think she shut the generator off because oh, okay. bill's trying to fix it because he checks point. the gas yeah and he he can't figure out what's wrong with the generator but yeah i don't know maybe she, well no because the generator would power the panel not the power generating or powering the generator i don't know yeah anyway um uh, so alice is she took a nap for some reason uh <laughs> <laughs> billy says oh get some sleep i'm gonna go check things out so she goes out and finds Billy is bow and arrowed on like the door, the back of the door of the, uh, <coughs> the shed or whatever it was. Yeah. And so she runs back in the house. She like tosses rope up on this like big uh, four by four. Yeah. And ties the door shut. Mm-hmm. And then I assume that you decide at the same thing I side at. Mm-hmm. Yep. When she fucking just starts piling stuff on the door. <laughs> it's like what you did was good enough. <laughs> well, yeah, the door opens outwards. So yeah. you piling shit in front of it. Like I actually mm-hmm. rewinded the movie because I was like, okay, does the door open out or in? Like, why is she piling all this shit in front of it? Because mm-hmm. that is not going to do anything. No, because she ties it because she she knows that the door opens uh, out. out. Yeah. So that's why she tied the door handle so they can't get in. So why did she pile it in front? Like I don't know. She wasted like a solid like 45 seconds just piling shit up. I know. When she could have been so dumb. looking for a weapon of some sort. Yeah. And so she's in the kitchen and a body gets thrown through the window. And I couldn't tell whose it was. Was it Steve's? No, it was a girl. I think it was Brenda. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. But she, yeah, yeah, it was Brenda. I have it in my notes here. So Brenda's corpse got thrown through the window, and then Alice hears a vehicle outside, and thought and thought it was Steve. So she runs out, mm-hmm. which is stupid. Um, and then she finds Mrs. Voorhees outside. Yeah, and she's an old friend of the Christies. Man, this whole ending is so fucking good, man. Like, I love it. As soon as we get this kind of, like, flip-flop, like, the reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that uh, the actress, what's her name? Betsy? Betsy Palmer. Betsy Palmer did such a good fucking job. She did. And I do like this whole ending sequence, but I have a lot of problems with it, too. <laughs> but Yeah, I have a couple problems with it, too. Uh, so, basically, yeah, she says that she's Mrs. Voorhees. She worked at um, Camp Crystal Lake with them, mm-hmm. and she She's was a like, a, yeah, a cook, and she was old friends of the Christies. So Alice is like, okay, like we need to go, and she's like, oh, they're all dead, all dead, and she's like, oh, I'm gonna take a look. She's like, I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. So they go take a look, and then it's revealed that Mrs. Voorhees was the mother of Jason, who was the kid that died. In 1958, was drowned because they weren't paying attention to him. Yeah. And today's um, his birthday. Yes. 
But yeah, the one thing I have issue with is like how can Alice fight back against this like sixty year old lady, but no one else in the movie could. Yep. Was one that's, thing I had an issue with. One of my problems. Yep. All right. Keep going. My other problem is Alice had about six different chances to fucking end this fight. And yeah. she hit her once and then she ran away. And then Mrs. Mm-hmm. Voorhees catches her again. She hits her once and runs away. She's yeah. like, fuck, finish the job. Yeah, she smacked her with a cast iron pan and did some damage to her. Yeah. And then just ran away. But I mean, it's like Zombieland. Fucking double tap, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But she puts up a fight against him with his Voorhees. She does. She does. Yeah. She like fucking vag punches her at one point. <laughs> and then fucking <laughs> hits her with the butt of the rifle across her face. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Alice thinks that she killed her. So she's sitting like at the beach. And then all of a sudden, uh, Mrs. Voorhees comes out with the machete and is trying to attack her is not getting anywhere. I don't know how, cause she killed so many other people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Alice ends up picking up the machete and cuts off her head. <laughs> <laughs> I liked this scene. Cause like she, she, uh, hits her with an oar, like a, uh, like a canoe oar. Yeah. And then <clears throat> runs to get the machete and just like her run up to her with the machete in her hand. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like she fucking one sliced her head right off, which is impressive. She did. Cause I don't even think she Jason, did. Jason every <laughs> once in a while has to take a few shots. Yeah, he does. So he for does. Alice to do it, pretty impressive. Pretty, pretty good. She must be like a world star wrestler or something. The way that she was fighting her <laughs> off. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so Alice gets in the canoe and she's flown away. And the next morning, you see a cop pull, two cops pull up mm-hmm. and they're kind of yelling at her and she is kind of like waking up. And then out of nowhere, Jason pops out of the fucking lake and grabs her and pulls her in. Yeah. Um, but she looked really cool during that part too. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. all like, I don't know. He's like slimy and shit. Like he looks like he's been living in a lake for a couple of years now. Yeah. I I thought they did a good job. They did. That was another problem I had too. Like she gets in the canoe and goes halfway out to the lake and just falls asleep. (laughs) Go the rest of the way. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So she wakes up at the hospital. I don't know if it's like a mental hospital because they like inject her with shit. Like once she starts talking about um, Jason and Mrs. Voorhees and stuff like that. It was just like Valium. So just to like calm oh, okay. her down, it wasn't oh, okay. anything crazy, I guess. I mean, college kids take it, so it must not be That's too bad. True. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she starts talking about, oh, what about the boy in the lake? And the cop is like, oh, there was no boy there. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, Jason, that means he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. It zooms in on her face and then like the background turns into the lake and then the lake kind of comes into full view. Yeah. 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 Anything else you want to mention or talk about? I just thought like, I thought it was kind of 
cool how like they already knew that there was going to be a sequel. Yeah, they definitely planned this all out. Yeah, like they ended it with obviously a huge cliffhanger with her saying that last line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, no, I'm good. Cool. And that's the way the blood splatters. Yes, sir. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. um, I was reading through the trivia and the MPAA told the producers of Friday the 13th to scale back on the gore for the sequel since they regretted the amount of gore that it had gone through in the original. Really? Which, like, it's funny because, I mean, it's not gory. No, it's not. Like, you see a throat get slit. I mean, you see a bloody yeah. axe and, like, the arrow going through Jack's throat. But I mean, yeah, but it was probably gory for those times, though. No, I know that's what I mean. Like, it's just funny what they considered too gory oh, back okay. then compared right, to right. what we have now. <laughs> <'Cause it's laughs> yeah, like, it's now there crazy. is no is no fucking standard for it. Yeah, there's no limit. No. Um. There's another thing too. Oh, um. Before we hop into our uh, reviews, mm-hmm. there is one that I wanted to read from the trivia. So, excuse me. um, Gene Siskel was so angry at Betsy Palmer's role in the movie, which had angered many of her fans as well, that he published her address in his magazine and encouraged people to write her and protest her. But that fucking turned around on him because he published the wrong address in the book. Uh, (laughs) So like this random person is just getting all this hate mail. That's terrible. I thought it was so funny. Oh my god! <laughs> but like, what a piece of shit! Like, give yeah, me a break. really. That's awful. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Cool. That's it. Yes, sir. Let's get on to our reviews. Let's do it. Do you, you want to go first? Sure. All right. So for my story, I gave a nine out of ten. Wow. Okay. Um. I think that the Friday the 13th has the strongest story for me out of the main big four, uh, for now, at least. Okay. <laughs> uh, I thought the twist at the end is fantastic. Um, some of the dialogue choices aren't that great, but it was also the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, just overall, I think this is a good story. Like the whole, the revenge of Mrs. Voorhees and yeah. then that turns into whatever it's like, obviously of, oh, go ahead. I was going to say it's more believable than, than the other ones. Yeah. And like <clears> later <throat> on in the, in the, the franchise, it gets to a point where it's kind of like the other movies. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, you know, it doesn't make any sense at all. You're just, you know, yeah. but I think the first few movies, I think are a really strong story for me. Okay. And for quality, I gave a seven out of 10. Okay. Um, for when the movie came out, I thought the acting was good from mostly everybody. Uh, the special effects were great as well. The thing that makes this movie stand out for me is the score. Fan fucking tastic. Yes, it is. Like some of the actors in it weren't that great. <laughs> uh, like I thought um, Betsy did a good job and Alice did a good job as well. Kevin Bacon, obviously. Yeah. But some of the other characters, not so much. All right. So, yeah, 9 out of 10 and 7 out of 10. Okay. 
You're nine out of ten. Fucking surprise the hell out of me. All right. Uh, my story, I gave it a five out of ten. I said, even for today's standards, this movie doesn't really hold up well in terms of story creation. So I kind of went the opposite direction of you. Okay. Um, although it is like the most believable out of out of like the main four, it's one of the least creative, I find. Um, yeah, but I think that's what makes it so good, I think. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, like even some people associated with the movie, for example, Betsy Palmer, didn't think the movie would go anywhere and let alone be the massive success that it's been. Like mm-hmm. she got the script and she threw it across the room, basically. Really? And said, what is this shit? Wow. Yeah. And then she ended up coming back and giving it a shot because she needed money to buy a new car. <laughs> no shit. That's her reasoning for taking on the movie. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Friday the 13th is obviously a slasher classic, but I personally don't really feel like the franchise took off until Jason came in. Um, you mentioned that it's a twist like at the end, but like if like back then it wouldn't have been a twist because back then they didn't know Jason, right? Like that's true. We grew up in an age where Jason Voorhees was the face of Friday the 13th. So, I mean, us watching the first one after knowing all that, yeah, that would be a twist. Yeah, but but I'm also saying that no one would know it's some 60-year-old lady that's doing all these murders. That's true. That's true. That was like a revenge plot of her Mm -hmm. going after every camp counselor that, you know, is a camp counselor because she thinks that Every camp counselor is the same. Yeah, all they care about is sex. Yeah. Um, I said Jason is oh going off of like what I just said that the franchise didn't take off until he came in. I said he's more the face of the franchise and a much more believable killer than a middle aged woman. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, I said this movie isn't the worst in the franchise, but it's definitely not the best in my opinion. I agree. <clears throat> Um, and for quality, I gave it a six out of 10. Okay. So the score is good. Um, it's a typical eighties horror score. And I really liked that. It only came like it only, the score only came into the movie whenever the killer was around, which I found really cool. Mm -hmm. It gave you that sense of tension because you know that someone's going to get killed probably. Um, I said the acting for the most part is pretty subpar and in most cases downright awful. Okay. But I did like Betsy Palmer and I liked Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that, uh, fuck, what's her name? Adrian King, who played Alice. I thought she was terrible. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I know. Didn't, I didn't think she was that bad. But Like that closing scene where she's like, that means he's still there. And I was yeah, just like, oh my I can, God. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just... Maybe I'm being too nitpicky, but I didn't find her to be a good actress at all. Um, the effects were pretty great, which is generally the sense or generally the case when Tom Savini is involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the kills were pretty creative for its time. And uh, like they obviously had some of the typical like knife kills or like an axe kill. But I found some of them were a little more creative, like with the arrows through the up through the mattress and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, story 5 out of 10, quality 6 out of 10. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) 
All right, you know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. So the critics' consensus, rather quaint by today's standards, Friday the 13th still has its share of bloody surprises and a 70s holdover aesthetic to slightly compel. So based on that, what do you think the critics scored it? I think the critics scored this a... 62%. Oh, you're so close. 64%. Damn. Uh, yeah, 64% on 55 ratings. And the audience scored it a 61% on 100,000 plus. Okay. So you're slightly higher than them, and I'm pretty much right there. Yes, you are. Sign me up for Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for the scares section? Yes, sir. Okay. So for our listeners, uh, given this month and what it is and what we're doing, we're not doing trivia. Uh, so we've added a few more uh parts i guess to the scare rating or to the scare section yep and uh we'll get to those after our regular programming it's the extended edition yeah there you go the director's cut it's the uh zack snyder cut (laughs) (laughs) all right what did you give it for a scare rating so scare rating i gave it a three out of ten it's not overly scary, but there is a couple jump scares and some creepy scenes. Yeah. Uh, some of the effects are really cool, too. Mm-hmm. For scariest scene, uh, so this was tough. So 12-year-old Brooke would have chosen the canoe scene at the end. <laughs> okay. Because that scene scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> I did not. The first time I watched it, that scared me so bad. <laughs> But this time around, I had to go the first time that Mrs. Voorhees talks like her son. Mm. It is so creepy, and the way Betsy Palmer does it is so good, man. That's very true. Uh, I meant to bring that up earlier, too. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a reverse psycho. Mm -hmm. Like, she's talking as her son. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. so creepy. She did such a good job during it, Yeah, she did. And uh, would I survive? I said yes. I feel like I could take on a 65-year-old frail lady. <laughs> it's funny you said 65 because I did too. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I just thought I was guessed. Uh, me too. Cool. All right. What about you? For me, I gave the scare rating a 2 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I said in its time, this movie was probably pretty scary, but we've become so desensitized to horror movies that like these original slashers from the late seventies and early eighties are like, they're just not scary anymore. No. Uh, my scary scene. I did say when Jason jumps out of the lake at the end. Nice. Just cause like, I remember the first time that I watched that and it scared the shit out of me too. Like you do not expect it at all. No, no. (laughs) And would I survive? Uh, I said against the 65 year old Pamela Voorhees. Yeah, I think I could take her. I said, realistically, Alice had plenty of chances to take her out, but failed on doing so each time until she finally chopped her head off. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's like during the one scene when they're in, when she, Alice has the gun and then she doesn't use it for whatever reason. 
Mm-hmm. And then this is Voorhees gets up to her, just starts slapping the fuck out of her. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Just fucking uh, backhands yeah. her a few times. So funny. All right. So the first part of our extended edition is the kill count. Mm-hmm. So there are 10 total kills in this movie. And I'm going to rhyme them off. You okay with that? Let's hear it. All right. So we have um, Barry, who is stabbed in the stomach with a hunting knife by Mrs. Voorhees. Mm -hmm. We have Claudette, who is stabbed in the neck. uh, Yeah, stabbed in the neck with a hunting knife by Pamela Voorhees. We have Annie, whose throat was slashed with a hunting knife, also by Mrs. Voorhees. Okay, they're all by Voorhees, Mrs. Voorhees, until the last one. (laughs) Um, Ned gets his throat slashed with a hunting knife. Uh, Jack gets his neck impaled with an arrow up through the mattress. Marcy gets an axe to the face. Steve gets his chest stabbed with the hunting knife. Bill gets his throat slashed with the hunting knife and also impaled by multiple arrows. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brenda is unknown. We're not sure how she dies. And the last one is Mrs. Voorhees. And obviously she was decapitated with a machete. Yeah, by Alice. Yes. And all of these are on-screen kills except for Claudette, Ned, uh, Bill, and Brenda. So quite a few, actually. So yeah, six out of the ten were Mm on-screen. So now that we have all that, what was your favorite kill? So my favorite kill was Jack getting killed from underneath the bed. My man. Uh, did you pick the same thing? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I just like the way you see it like slowly come up through his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, was really cool. And like, I would, I really want to check out to see like the special features if it has like any shows like how he did that. Cause like, it still looks like Kevin Bacon during that scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just like to surprise, like Kevin Bacon has no idea that someone's under the fucking bed mm-hmm. and then just get stabbed for the fucking neck. Yeah. Yeah, that was mine too. Yeah. Anything it does, to add to that? or I just like that it didn't like shoot up through his neck. Like it was like a slow. It was. It was very slow how it came up. And it wasn't like over the top blood and gore. Like it looked like what would actually happen. Like there's a little bit of blood pooling in like the nape of his throat. Yeah. And like, that was it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. some, some older movies like that, they would have like blood fucking spurting out 10 feet in the air and <laughs> just over the top. But yeah, they did a good job. And what was your favorite weapon used? So my favorite weapon used was the machete that Alice uses to kill Mrs. Rorhees. All right. And it is because that is kind of the weapon that is most known in this franchise. And it's the one that Jason mainly uses. And Mm -hmm. it's the one that killed his mother. Yeah. All right. Well, you have the same answer as me on that one, too. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, excuse me. I like how like what you just said, like it it comes back into place throughout Mm -hmm. the entire franchise. And that's typically the weapon that you see Jason carrying around throughout it. Mm -hmm. All right. That's it. That's all. That's it, folks. 
<laughs> all right so if you guys want to find us on social media we are on instagram at a podcast on elm street if you click the link in our bio you'll find links to our t public account where we have merch for sale uh we have links to our patreon account where we're going to be releasing a few uh patron only episodes in the next month mm-hmm. um so look out for those uh excuse me we have a facebook page that brooke runs mm-hmm. um we also have a discord server which doesn't have a lot of activity on it right now but we're hosting watch parties and whatnot on there yeah and uh lastly we have a twitch account where again we try and get on whenever we can but life kind of gets in the way a little bit but uh yeah we're gonna be i think you and i are gonna be on there at some point this month kicking the shit yep. out of each other definitely <laughs> and uh yeah not to plug another podcast but horror movie crew is hosting a watch party over on their discord mm-hmm. um i think next weekend uh yeah. so we'll be there so if uh anyone wants to check that out go to horror movie crew's instagram page and they have all the info there yeah yeah it's uh saturday april 17th that's when it'll be um other than that, do we have anything else? No, I think that's it. Alright, cool. Well, look for part two after this one. Um, yep. And then uh, after part two, we'll move into A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, looking forward to it. Definitely. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you guys later. <laughs>